Welcome to the Loft Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message and that it ignites in you a hunger for more of God's presence in your life. It's really on decreeing, but the invisible force, because that's what the word is. It's an invisible force. It is power. It is active. It is alive. And we have that explosive power. Amen? Amen. Awesome. Thank you, Luann. Okay. I get excited, and I am really excited because this is a journey that I have been on. So it really, when the Lord spoke to me about sharing this, it was really to me like, yes, yes, this is where I am. This is what I can talk about. Because I was exposed, and I know a lot of us have been exposed to decrees and declarations. And it's been just a powerful source of seeing God move through words and just understanding that the power that's behind the words. Okay? So um, a lot of what I'm going to share, I have gotten from Jane Hammond and Brenda Kuhneman. Those are two powerhouse women that decree and declare and bring it into being, and I love that. How many of you believe that one word from God can change anything? Isn't that awesome? One word. When we think about God, just one word can change anything. Psalms 24, 29, 4 tells us that the voice of the Lord is powerful. When God speaks a powerful force, is released. And that's that the invisible force I was talking about. Because it's not something that we see, but we can feel it and we can sense it and we can know that we know that we know that God just moved. And I love that. The Hebrew word for powerful means force, might, strength, to be firm and full of vigor. Like I said before, one word from God can change anything. God can change your health situation. God can change your financial situation. God desires to change your future. He can change our community. He can change things in our home. And he can change things in our nation. And that's his heart's desire to do that. One of the things I'm learning is that God's word in my mouth is powerful. And to fully activate his word, all I need to do is believe and then speak. And that goes for every one of us sitting in this room. All we have to do is believe and then we can speak it because there's power. We have authority that's been given to us. These songs that the worship team had tonight, there were times I just wanted to just jump up and yes, because it just lined itself up with what's been on my heart to share tonight. So if you're here tonight or if you're even listening on podcasts, 
Know that the word of God can bring breakthrough in your life. It's not like God is up there and we are down here and we worship him and that's good and that's awesome, but there's more to it. God has given us the authority and he has equipped us with everything that we need to decree and to declare as long as we are aligned with his word. He has given us that authority and through that authority, because here's the bottom line. We don't have enough power to heal a fly with a headache. But what we do have, we have the power and the authority. When we stand in the word of God, when we decree and declare what his word says, we have the book, we have the Bible. The word of God does not change. God doesn't alter the word. He doesn't say next week, oops, you know, I really didn't mean to say that. This is what I really said. No, what he said is what he is. It is what we believe. It is solid. It doesn't change. We can believe it. We can trust it. We can hold on to it. And we can walk in that power. We can walk in that authority. Because God is God. He's not man that he would lie. He is God. And we can hold on to that truth. We can believe it. And when we verbalize what his word is saying, we are given the power to shift the things when we decree and when we declare. What is a decree? Because I remember thinking, oh, I know what a decree is. When I started hearing people talking a lot about decrees, I know what a declaration is. And sometimes what I found out is I knew, but I didn't really know. I had an idea. So 2 Titus 2.15 talks about declaring these things and to rebuke with all authority and let no one disregard you. A decree is an official order issued by a legal authority. So when we decree the word of God, it is an official order. It is what God has given us because he's the authority behind it. And declarations, declarations are things that are announced or proclaimed. It's like going somewhere and seeing a post and it says, okay, well, I'll give this one for the fun of it. You have to wear a mask. You cannot enter this building without a mask. But that's a posting. That's a declaration. Okay? Think about this. God created the universe by speaking it into being. He said, let there be light, and there was light. He spoke it. And sometime when we stop and think about it, we realize that God spoke darkness into light. Jesus, when Jesus prayed, well, let me back up a little bit. The purposes of God can never change. Never. Never. God's word spoken is authoritative decree that cannot be altered. Cannot be altered. The devil cannot alter what God has decreed. Let me say that again. The devil cannot alter what God has decreed. 
If you think of Jesus, when Jesus was here on earth, he prayed for people to be healed. He didn't say, I am going to pray for you to be healed. What he said was, child, get out. What he said was, Lazarus, come forth. It wasn't, Lazarus, I am praying that you will get up and you will come forth. No, he said, Lazarus, come forth. When we decree, we need to say it with authority. We need to not just be asking. We need to say because we have been given that power. The disciples did the same thing, bringing breakthrough to the lame man. They said, get up. And the man got up, got up and even jumped. It wasn't just getting up. And we are created in the image of God. So we have that creative power that God has given to us. James 16 talks about the power of the tongue. This tongue sets nature into motion. It sets things into motion. The power of what we say have power in the atmosphere. We can shift the atmosphere. And you know what? The enemy can use it when we choose to come in agreement with him. So it's something we need to be careful. We need to be careful of what we speak. We need to be careful of what we declare in the atmosphere. We need to watch those negative thoughts and negative words that come out of our mouths and mess up with what God is already doing. If you think of Newton's law, what is that? Anything that's set into motion moves. It's only an opposition that can cause it to fall. If you throw a ball, the ball is going. Gravity causes it to fall. So gravity is that opposing thing that causes it. When someone prays for us, and I've been there with this, I've had people pray for me, and I hold on to the prayer, and then I think, oh, nothing's really happening. I keep going for prayer. I'm not being healed. And I speak it out. What have I done? I have brought in that opposing force that's causing that decree that was made, instead of holding on to my healing, instead of declaring my healing, instead of aligning myself with what God says he wants to do in my body, I have chosen to say something negative and break that decree. So important that we align ourselves. It's so important that we speak the word of God. We speak what God has told us. We speak what he has shared with us. Can I give you something really gross to do? Touch your tongue. Okay. Your tongue is so powerful. It is so powerful. It shifts atmosphere. It heals. It delivers. It speaks life into things. Let us be careful as to what we say with our tongue. And anytime you remember touching your tongue, just think, okay, I need to not be saying anything negative. Okay? Our 
words are a force that has the power to encourage or discourage, to hurt or to heal, to shut down or to break open. Proverbs 18.21 in the Passion Translation says, Your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. Proverbs 13.3 says, Guard your words and you will guard your life. But if you don't control your tongue, it will ruin everything. What comes out of your mouth has the power to stop and set things in motion. We want to shift atmospheres. Every believer needs to recognize that God longs to put his words in our mouths. He did it with Jeremiah. Jeremiah 9.10 says, Then the Lord reached out his hands. He touched my mouth and spoke to me. He said, I have put my words in your mouth. Today, I am appointing you to speak to nations and kingdoms. I give you authority to pull them up by the roots or tear them down. I give you authority to destroy them. Excuse me. And to crush them. I give you authority to build them up and to plant them. Words have creative power. When God creates something, the devil cannot alter it. It cannot alter it. Put the declaration into agreement with God. Job 22, 28 begins, you will decree a thing. Let's just go before the Lord tonight. Father, and this is a prayer that we're going to pray for every one of us in here. And I'm praying it for myself too. Father, if there are any decrees and declarations that we have been putting in the atmosphere, we repent and we ask you to reverse it and to reveal to us these wrong habits as we want to come into agreement with you. And we declare that in Jesus' name. Jesus showed us how to operate in authority to break influences that are not of God, to release supernatural power, and to extend and expand God's kingdom, rule, kingdom's rule on the earth. This is not only something for Jack, for church leaders, for spiritual people in the body. It is for every one of us. So for you, Bryce, for you, Linda, for you, for you, for you, Nancy, Vicky, every one of us, every one of us, Hadley, you and every one of you that I have not called by name, every one of us, that's what he wants to do for us. No one, we all know God is no respect of persons. God will do in a new believer what he will do in someone who has been serving God for 50 years. God is God. Every person needs to re recognize that God really longs to put his words into our mouths. 
Jesus said in Matthew 17, 20, whosoever shall say to the mountain, move, it will be moved. What is your mountain? He's saying, whosoever shall say to this sickness, whosoever shall say to this job that I need, whosoever shall say to this relationship that you're having problems with, this health problem. Let me ask you a question tonight. What is your mountain? What is your mountain? Let's draw a line in the sand tonight. Let's say move to that mountain. Whatever it is in your life, let's just say move. And after three, we will say the word move. One, two, three, move. We have that authority. We can decree it. Sometimes it might take just writing your declaration on a little post-it note. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Write it on a post-it note. Stick it on your mirror, your fridge, wherever you go, and you will see it. And when you see it, decree it, declare it, because you have that authority. You have been given that authority. You have been given it. It's like me going to Steve, and thank you for the water, and handing the bottle to him. It's as easy as that. God has given it to us like that. That's the power of God and the ease of God. So tonight, we're going to just declare right now that we are covered by God's angelic forces and delivered. And we prophesy that our words carry power, power to bless, power to heal, power to deliver, power to exhort. And we are filled with the mighty authority as we decree and declare in the name of Jesus. Let's talk a little bit about our hearts. We have decreed, we have declared. But you know, there's a con connection with our heart and our mouth. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever said something? I know I have with this, right? Have you ever said something and... You feel shocked that you say it, and then you say, oh, I don't know where that came from. It came from your heart. That's where it came from. <laughs> it's kind of interesting how we do that, huh? Do you want to allow God, God's word to be both in your hearts as well as in your mouth? Our internal dialogue is influenced by our thoughts, our perspectives, our experiences, our faith, and our belief systems. Scientific breakthrough has proven that what we think, the way we feel, our whole physical being, our brain, our body, is affected by our mental health Everything comes down to what we think about daily. 
and what we feed into our minds. In other words, we can control our lives by controlling how we think. God wants your heart. He wants your heart. There's a connection between our heart and our mouth. The heart informs the mouth what to speak. What is the posture of your heart? When I was wandering through this, the Lord was just like, boom, boom. Okay, what is the posture of my heart? I had to really think and reflect. What is the posture of my heart? What am I holding in my heart that is not of God? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What am I saying? And to be aware of the way I think, the way I feel. The scripture talks about renewing our minds. We need to bathe ourselves in the word of God. We need to sit in the presence. We need to meditate on the word. We need to come before the Lord as we are and allow him to work through us, in us, and minister to us the way he wants to. Tonight, God is calling you to set your heart on the things above. Let's open our hearts tonight. Let's open up and see what God has for us. We have that authority. And sometimes when we're in the middle of a challenge, it's harder to think. You know, you get consumed with how you think, how you feel, and that becomes the focus. So it's always easier to work on it when we're not in the storm, but also realize the power and the authority we have. And if we want to have victory, we have to come in agreement with what God's word tells us. We have the power to reverse things. We don't have to settle because of mistakes we might have made, things we might have done, thoughts we may have had, what we have spoken to or about others, what we have spoken about ourselves. One of the things I learned so much when counseling, as a counselor, I used to teach my clients self-talk. And I would tell them, say it, not just think it, not just read it, but say it. Because I knew that the more you did self-talk, the more people would understand and understand the mind and reframe their thinking. Because that's what it's about, reframe, reframing your thinking and knowing what God says and coming into agreement with the Word of God. The Word is active. It's alive. We know that scripture so much. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Think of a two-edged sword piercing something. It's getting both sides. It's getting the middle. It's getting all parts. It penetrates to our hearts. And that's what God wants. He wants our hearts. He wants us to decree the word of God. So important that we know what God is saying. What is he saying about healing? What is he saying about finances? What is he saying about anything? 
Read the word. Get into the word. If you don't know how, ask Shelly. No. <laughs> but God wants us to get into the word. He wants us to read the word. He wants us to decree and declare. It's so important that when we know and we come into agreement with God's word in our mouth, it is powerful to fully activate what he has said. Proverbs 23.7 says, it tells us that as someone thinks in his heart, so is he. The connection between how we think and what we speak is so important. The mouth activates what the heart believes. Read Proverbs. It's a good resource. God doesn't want us to be transformed. Paul encourages us in Romans 12 too, to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed to the renewing of our mind. And it is when our minds are transformed, we can allow God's word to wash over us. And when it washes over us, we can declare it with power. And it can detoxify what's in us that God doesn't want in us and around us. And we begin to think as God thinks. And we begin to say what God says. And we begin to declare what is truth, because we are in alignment with God. We know the word. We seek the healing. We declare it, and we decree it. And there is power in the authority that we have when we do that, and we hold on to that truth, and we see God work. We are ambassadors of this world. All of us as believers, we are ambassadors. And what we speak causes his kingdom to come, his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So tonight, I declare that God has put his word in our mouths because Christ is in us. Our words are powerful. They're spirit-filled. When we speak, our thoughts are focused on what is pure, lovely, just victorious. We will pursue you, God. We will overtake. We will recover everything that the enemy has taken from us. We will open our mouth wide and you will fill it. He filled it for Jeremiah. He will fill it for you. All of this is vital for understanding the power of declarations. The word we speak are powerful and have the capacity to shape our world. We're called to shift atmosphere with kingdom authority. And I'm going to read something very short, and I'm going to wrap up with this. When we set our hearts in agreement with what God says, regardless of how impossible it may speak, and speak it out of our mouth, we become very powerful. Our words are powerful. 
the shift atmosphere. God is God, and God desires nothing more than for us to serve him, nothing more than for us to live the life that he has called us to live, that he has put before us. So tonight, let's just declare, let's just decree that no more, no more are we going to settle for doubt. No more are we going to settle for disbelief because we have the authority to stand up. We have the authority to be firm. We have the authority that God has given us to do what he has called us to do. Amen? That's it. We are, we are dismissed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Sarah. Mm -hmm. First of all, Sarah, awesome word. Thank you so much. I don't know if you noticed, I was just like brimming in my seat over there with excitement. Um, you know... I've had a long relationship with the Lord, and I was taking this Bible study class, and I just got done with the final, and I was on my way back to my house, and the Lord just dropped a song in me, and when you started talking about speaking to those mountains, this song, this song has power. Thank you, Lord, for this mighty mountain. And we praise you, Lord, for the victory, because with you we will stand and take back this land and we'll cast the mountain to the sea. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I got a word, too. Oh, um, yeah, I, I was truly blessed this when I broke my leg. Um, my declaration was I was blessed because this church group and my neighbors um, truly came out of the woodwork and helped me out of my crisis wow. with taking my dog out twice a day, driving me around to stuff, um, feeding me. Uh, thank you so much. That was the declaration. I was blessed. And then all of a sudden I started getting checks from places that I could deposit since I wasn't working. So, um, and yes, use the song. Use the song, please, because there's victory with that. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Good word. I wanted to share, too, on, on Sarah's thing that, that uh, I've gone through such pain the last two years being separated from my family due to COVID and the border being closed. And it got pretty overwhelming. And pain's normal. It happens. But I had to learn exactly what you were teaching, that our heart spits out and our mouth then starts to say what's hiding in our heart. And I went through quite a serious time of learning exactly like, you know, what's coming out of my heart, you know. And God showed me how to walk through the serious pain and to say what needed to be said to myself about the situation, about who he is. 
And in his time, he made a way for us to get back together and to see each other, my, especially my sister. And a few days ago, like about two weeks ago now, I got to go and see her. And thank you, Jesus. But in the middle when the pain was rough, that's where what Sara is teaching actually comes into play. So bless you all. Have an amazing week. You're free to go. <laughs> If you were inspired by today's message, be sure to hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. For more information about the loft or for gathering times and locations, you can check out our website at www.theloftnw.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us again next time.